Hello people, this is the Mad Scientist Supreme, talking today about gambling. Yes, giving your money away to casinos. Well, that's what they want, of course. The odds in all the games favor, of course, the casino. That's why they make their money, that's why they have all those nice, fat, fancy flashing lights, etc. It is rare, but occasionally, you can make the odds favor you. There are many ways of doing this. First of all, of course, there's cheating. Well, since you go to jail for that, and I'm opposed to going to jail, I'm not going to really advocate that. But I will tell you about a few different times that cheating has worked, at least for a short time. Um, there was a guy who invented a timer for roulette. Every time the a wheel would spin around, he'd tap his toe. Every time the ball would go in the other direction, he'd tap a different toe. And then it gave him a small electric shocks to tell him roughly where the ball would fall. Then he could bet on those numbers. And he was winning. He was making a good living doing this. The machine malfunctioned and actually caught fire. And he was still able to get away with it. But then he made the cardinal mistake. He told other people about it. The word got back to the casino. And that practice was banned. Up till then, it was not illegal for him to do that. Because nobody had thought of doing it. So, wasn't quite cheating. But at now, if you were to do that, yeah, that's cheating. And you could go to jail. Another thing that was done that was cheating from the beginning was when a slot machine pays out, the way it counts the quarters or the dollars that are coming out the machine is the dollars fall past a light. And on the other side of the light is a light sensor. When the light is interrupted by a coin, it counts that a coin has fallen. Well, this guy developed a small light on the end of a wire. He would put his hand underneath where the coins would be falling out and slide that wire with the light on it up the slot, cash out, and let's say he was supposed to get 10 coins. He'd keep it up there until 100 coins fell out and then pull away the wire, the light, and it looked like he just got a normal payout. He was very good at this, was making a good living at it, and told other people, made racks for other people. The other people weren't as good at it. They got caught, they ratted him out, he went to jail. So don't do that. Another one was paper with strips of money. You can take a piece of paper and print on it a thin strip of what a dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill would look like. Now, when you slide your dollar bill or your hundred dollar bill into a dollar, uh, paper reader for uh, paper bills, let's say you're getting a soda, you put it in a piece of paper, it gives you a soda. Well, it's not reading the entire face of the bill. It's just reading a short, very small strip along the bill. So if you were to cut a piece of paper and print very accurately a 
dollar bill strip on it. You could put that in a coin machine or a soda machine and get sodas. Well, this guy was doing it in gambling machines and racking up, putting in $100 bills, which were just pieces of paper, racking up a very positive number, then hit payout, collect up the coins, take them in, cash them out, walk away. Mm, Very illegal. Um, But at the time, it wasn't illegal. But of course, when counting up their money, the casino realized what was going on. They stopped that, and it made it illegal. Um, Another guy made fake tokens. You go into gambling casinos, and they generally play with tokens. They don't play with actual money. And so he would just bring in cases of fake tokens, cash them in, and walk away with real money. Also not good. Now, another way that has been done, I've heard, is IR glasses. You're playing poker. You get an infrared ink, so it can't be seen by normal light. Mark the various cards, so as you're playing, you know who has what, and you can win that way. Also, illegal, straight up. Then there's the glitch. You can take, all right, there was a game, and that's fascinating, I love this game. It was poker. You sit down, and you put in your, let's say, $5, and you can bet $1 to $5. So you bet $1, and you get a hand, let's say it's a very bad hand. Well, you lose, okay, you go to the next one, you pay another dollar. Oh, now you've got three sevens. You know you're going to win a good size of money. So, but you've already bet only $1. Nothing you can do. Ah, there was a glitch in the machine. If you put in another $5 bill, you could increase your bet to $5 when you already know you're going to win. And so you win much more, and you can increase your bet anytime you know you're going to win. Well, when you do it that way, um, that's it's it was legal because it was a glitch in the machine. And there was a guy making a good living doing that. And then he told people and got caught. But it wasn't illegal. He did spend quite a bit of time in jail awaiting trial. And they eventually had to drop the charges. But they did try to destroy his life as much as possible. Then we come up to the skill. If you're a violin player and you wanted to learn to play the violin, but when you pulled the bow across the strings and you had to wait five seconds for for you to hear the note, it would take forever to learn to play the violin. Well, when you pick up the dice and you throw them at a craps table, you don't know what they're going to land on. But if you've played the violin for years and years, and you pick up those dice and you throw them one time then you pick them up and hold them exactly the same way with the exact same number showing and move your arm in exactly the same way which we're used to doing as playing the violin 
you're going to end up with the same number. Just basic physics says that if you do the same thing the same way, you're going to get the same result. You can make it so you can win at craps. Now, it is very difficult, but if you were to hire some people that were used to playing the cello or the violin from an early age, people that exercise those particular motor functions, that particular dexterity, actually have more nerves in their arms and fingers and connected up to a larger percentage of their brain. Now, to train for this, instead of throwing the dice that way, if you were to hook up to a very good computer with very good optics, you could pick up the dice, throw them, and as soon as they're out of your hand, their path, trajectory, what their number is going to fall on could all be calculated so that you would get the result immediately. And as you're moving your arm, it can be tracked by lasers so that you could hear in real time whether your arm is going too fast, too slow, too high, too short, all the different tones so that it sound like a melody as you throw so that you know as you're throwing the dice, as your arm is moving, exactly if you're doing it correctly or not. Now, there are 36 different ways of holding the dice. When you pick them up, hold them double ones at the top, a one or a two, a one or a three, etc., and go through 36 different combinations all the way to six six. Well, if you memorize 36 different ways of throwing the dice, no matter how you pick them up, you can always throw a seven, which is the easiest win in craps. But you could also then learn more throws so that you could throw the dice and come up with any number that you wanted. So you get somebody that's really good at throwing the dice and then you get somebody else walks up and before the dice are thrown puts down let's say a hundred dollars on double sixes. That pays 36 to 1. The person throws the dice and because they're a really good thrower double sixes come up Somebody just walked up, picks up the money, walks away. The casino has no way of knowing that that was a setup. Yes, you can win with skill. Skill at throwing dice. That is one way of making a substantial amount of money. Then you could also do with roulette. A drummer knows rhythm, can calculate rhythms and speeds very well. That's what they've been doing their whole life. So you have a roulette table on a flat screen TV, very high def, and he sees it going around, sees the ball going around, and then is told where the ball would fall, what number. And you show him four different scenarios, he learns those scenarios and slowly learns more and more scenarios. And eventually, all 38 numbers, there's 38 numbers in craps, he can memorize where the ball is likely to fall based on their speeds.
Then he goes to a casino, bets on the correct numbers, makes a significant amount of money. Or shows somebody else how to bet so that they make the right money. Now, if you win a lot at a casino, you are in regularly. You will be banned from the casino. So you're highly talented, very industrious people. They sit at the table. Let's say uh, they know 36 is the number that's going to hit. They bet on 12. But that's a sign to another person to bet on 36. They bet, come up, bet heavily, win, walk away. Do that several times in the casino and then move on so that they don't become banned. And then, of course, counting cards in blackjack is the standard. But when cards are being shuffled, they're being shuffled in front of you. And if you have very accurate eyesight, you can watch the cards being shuffled together. And when they're shuffled, they're not just one, 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 one from each side. It's one, sometimes two, sometimes three on the other side, and then back and forth. Well, if you can count those cards and you know how those cards were collected, what order they were in when they were collected, then they're split. You now know roughly what cards are going to be dealt in what order. That takes a lot more memory, a lot of... Um, but somebody with a photographic memory or near photographic memory and able to calculate reasonably fast would be able to then bet and win at blackjack. So, those are my various ideas on gambling and winning. Yes, you can do it. It takes a lot of practice. Now, you need somebody to a violin or a cello player, a drummer, and somebody with a photographic memory. Now you could do all three if you have the money to set up a learning center and do the practice. You can get them trained up and then start a world tour. All the different gambling establishments around the world. You could have a regular school going where you're graduating people every couple of weeks so that they could go out there and you get 60% uh, of the winnings, they get 40% put into a savings account so that when they eventually do get caught, they eventually do get banned, then they got a nice retirement, they can go off to a violin or cellist, can go off and continue to play or become a teacher or just retire to the Bahamas, depending on how much they've made over the time. I encourage you to go out and do that. Of course, I request my 10% for the ideas. Thank you very much. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.